Hello and welcome to the Intentional Leaders Podcast with Cindy Wetland. We're on episode 61, How to Strengthen Critical Thinking and Collaboration Using the Six Thinking Hats. Hi, I'm Cindy, an educator, certified coach, and passionate learner on all things leadership related. It seems like just yesterday I was fresh out of grad school, wanting to make my way in the world, longing to make a difference to people, to team, to the business. Little did I know how challenging it would be. Fast forward several decades later, I've made a career of leading while teaching and coaching thousands of leaders to be at their best, most effective selves. Along this journey, I've captured so many insights, lessons, and techniques on how leaders become amazing, and also as leaders, when we get it wrong. I'll share them all right here because I founded Intentional Leaders to provide easy access to these kinds of lessons and equally important to help you build the presence, confidence, and credibility you need to be the leader that everybody wants to work for. Because I know leadership has its challenges, but learning to lead shouldn't be one of them. often do you have the same old meeting and the same old discussion with the same old people interjecting? Oh, you know the one. Negative Nelly, she's well, well, brooding as ever. And because we're, of course, still virtual, half the attendees are multitasking. You're pulling every trick out of the book to engage people in the discussion because you do actually want their insights and you need their input. But we have the same meeting over and over and over again. And the same people are talking. All right, it's time. It's time for a new strategy. Here's one today that is so easy to implement. You're going to love it. And it's called the six thinking hats. This technique was developed by Dr. Edward de Bono in the early 80s. And Dr. de Bono was a multi-physician, psychologist, author, inventor, philosopher, and consultant. He actually originated the term lateral thinking and wrote the book called The Six Thinking Hats. This particular technique encourages critical thinking, but it also results in high levels of engagement and collaboration. And I know you want that. And you want it, especially in the virtual world where it's so hard to keep people focused and stop them from multitasking. Let's be honest. So here's how it works. Each of the six hats represents a different lens in which participants approach a problem, discussion, or decision. What I'm going to share with you are what the six hats are, what they're all about, and also we'll talk about some potential questions you can ask, and then we'll bring this all together and talk about it in an example. As we're going through this overview, it might also be helpful to think about specific people that you work with or that are on your team, and which of these perspectives do they commonly adopt? because that will help you to think about how you want to use this technique. All right, here we go. Six thinking hats. Number one, the white hat. The white hat is all about information and data. So this perspective is neutral and objective. The person wearing the white hat would be asking questions like who, what, where, and when, 
or what do we know? What are the facts? What is the evidence or what information is needed? They're the ones looking out for the information and the data that currently exists or that is required. The green hat is all about creativity and creative thinking. The focus when you have the green hat on is all about ideas and alternatives and thinking about the possibilities. If you think about wearing this hat, you'd probably be asking a lot of questions like, ooh, what if we did blah, blah, blah? Or how can we make this work? Or what alternatives have we not explored? They're definitely pushing the boundaries on approaches and thinking about innovation. The next hat is the red hat. And the purpose of the red hat is to focus on feelings as well as instincts and intuition. Now, I know a whole bunch of people that are going to be clamoring for that red hat because for sure, they're going to be wanting to talk about their emotions. Yeah, that's sarcasm. The person with the red hat on would be asking questions like, what are your feelings about this? What bothers you? Or what does your gut tell you? Even getting into discussions about biases. So the red hat, feelings, instincts, and intuition. It's all about the passion. The next hat is the yellow hat. And the yellow hat is focused on the benefits and value So why is the idea or the solution going to work? While it is focused on the positives, there are also reasons given. So for example, we're not just having someone with the yellow hat on have a sunny disposition or generalized positivity. There's actually also reasons given for the perspective, but they would be focusing on things like, how will this solution or decision be beneficial? What value will this provide to others? Or what would be the most positive outcome? They are definitely looking at the positive aspect of whatever is being discussed. And speaking of the opposite of this hat, let's talk black hat. The black hat is definitely about caution and risk. This is the one that's all about identifying the difficulties or or dangers or weaknesses in the plans or decisions. And while it is about spotting risk, it is also about applying logic versus the red hat. When we have the red hat on, we don't actually require explanation or rationalization of emotions, but with the black hat, we do. We need to be explaining all of the risks and consequences. So we could be asking questions like, why won't this work? What are the negative consequences? What might be the most difficult or what are the risks? I know quite a few people who love to wear that black hat. (laughs) They would be very comfortable with that black hat firmly placed on their head without ever taking it off. The last of the six hats is the blue hat. And this hat is about really managing the collective thinking, organization, and planning on behalf of the group. It is designed and focused on the thinking about the quality of the thinking and the information and actions and or decisions that are made. It's also about planning for subsequent actions. So someone with the blue hat on would be 
really pulling ideas together, all of the information, all the discussion. They might ask things like, what is the main idea being discussed? Or what is the sequence of events or actions? What conclusion are we drawing? Or what is the action plan? The blue hat is definitely a synthesizer of what's going on in the rest of the group. We have white hat is about information and data, green hat, creative thinking, red hat, feelings and instincts, yellow hat, all the benefits and values, black hat, caution and risk, and blue hat, the collective thinking. Now let's take this and apply it to an example, because I think about a couple years ago, we're coming up on what the two year anniversary, probably over just slightly over the two year start of the pandemic. Think about leaders getting together. Maybe you were one of them that had to make some really tough decisions about your workforce. And you had to do that quickly and confidently. But imagine the power of driving this discussion with this technique and the quality of the discussion and the power of the outcomes. If someone had the white hat on, they could be bringing all the data and information that was available at that time about the pandemic. What do we know? What are the facts? What is the evidence? The green hat might think about all the different ways that people can work. A lot of people were obviously sent home and a lot of people had to go home to work remotely. Creative thinking would have been all about how do we do this? How do we make it happen? And how do we give people the tools that are required to be successful at home? The red hat would be addressing all the employee issues, the fear, the anxiety, or customer issues as well, all the emotions that people were experiencing a couple years ago and what that felt like. The yellow hat would be thinking about things like, wow, what if we send our whole workforce home and we actually find out that we are effective working at home? It would have been fun for a lot of people to have that particular hat on because I think that's what a lot of leaders discovered is how effective many people did work in a hybrid environment. The black hat would have probably been so easy to do at the start of the pandemic about caution and risk. How do we protect people from possible illness and exposure to COVID, all of that? That's what we'd be exploring with the black hat. And then whoever or multiple people that had the blue hat on would be about bringing it all together, creating that action plan for what are we going to do with our workforce for the pandemic. When I think to that kind of perspective and those hats being worn on purpose, I just think what a powerful structure to create great discussions and engagement. So that's the main idea. What I do get asked a fair amount is, how should you assign the hats? And should the hats be assigned based on participants and employees' natural strengths? And I would answer that question based on what you're trying to accomplish, because if you're going to use this technique, chances are you probably know your group and your purpose. If you're in a hurry and you need to have a quick discussion or resolve a problem or make a decision, my inclination would be to assign people to what they're naturally good at. You know Negative Nelly is going to love putting on that black hat. And you also know someone who's probably really innovative and creative, and they would absolutely want the green hat. You probably also know someone who is very optimistic and looks at the sunny side of life. Give them that yellow hat. But when you are 
trying to broaden people's thinking and skills and provide them an opportunity outside of their comfort zone, give them a different color hat. I think about myself, for me, that might actually be the black hat because I don't like to focus on negative elements of a solution or decision, but I often find myself missing out on identifying and preventing risks and consequences that could occur. And I could actually strengthen this mental muscle on purpose, and it would probably help my perspective, and it would definitely help my thinking. If you have time, give people an alternative hat to wear, and that will help them to grow and evolve their thinking and their perspective. Also, can you pair people up and have multiple people wearing a hat? you bet. If you have a big group, that can also be really fun for smaller groups to break out and have a quick discussion utilizing each of those color hats. Because think about it, for the white hat, we may catch different things. We may know different things. The same with the green hat. Green hat is all about creative thinking and having multiple people wearing that hat is probably awesome. The same with the red hat and thinking about our not only our feelings and how they may be different from someone else, but also our instincts, intuition, which tends to be focused on our past experience. And with multiple people in a group, you may have a variety of experiences that serve to inform people's instincts or intuition. So that, my friends, is the six thinking hats. I love this technique because it does offer so many benefits. It improves the completeness of the thinking of the group by giving the group a structure. It also inspires creativity and it encourages engagement and also inclusivity because people are on the lookout for questions and narrative that fit with the hat that they're wearing. And also by using this technique, you're going to strengthen communication skills because this drives listening and it also drives vocalizing to a certain point of view. Last but not least, this can be fun. Might people right from the get-go kind of like, ugh, what are we doing? And this is a dumb thing. Maybe they will. But once people get into this and have the permission to speak from the perspective of the hat they're wearing, it does free people up and actually hold them accountable for thinking and being participative in a group. And it can also be quite humorous once people get the hang of it. So try it out. I would love to hear your perspective on the six thinking hats. Thanks for listening today and join me next week because we're going to dive into conflict. I know it's a topic I talk a lot about because it stresses people out so bad. I'm going to give you some of the most common types of conflict and how you can diagnose what's going on to help resolve it more effectively. 